Rise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about turkeys in the woods. I was walking in the woods at twilight on an April evening, reflecting on how the fading daylight made the trees appear blacker and blacker against the evening sky, when suddenly my meditation was shattered by a great noise, almost it seemed like an explosion coming from overhead. I froze and ducked my head instinctively, and I remember a feeling of primal dread and fear. As the noise continued, I looked up and saw great black pterodactyls flying through the treetops, or so it seemed in that terrifying moment. But as I watched these prehistoric creatures, I realized that they were just turkeys, whom I had apparently disturbed as they were settling in for the night in their treetop roosts. Silly me, I thought as I caught my breath at last. I must have scared them as much as they scared me. Up until that experience, I hadn't thought that much about turkey, hadn't known they roosted in trees at night, had experienced them mostly as the savory roast at the Thanksgiving feast, or as a pejorative term for someone foolish and incompetent, or occasionally as a few stragglers trotting across the road to join the rest of their herd in the woods. But as I was to learn, there is a lot more to the turkey than just drumsticks. And it is fitting, really, at this time of year to look at the turkey because now is right in the middle of turkey mating season, and there is a lot of turkey activity going on in the woods. If we listen, we can hear the males making their gobbling mating calls. And if we are very fortunate, we may even see a male in full courtship display, strutting about with his tail spread like a glorious fan, his wings droop to the ground, shaking his feather quills so they rattle audibly. I have never seen this, alas, because I walk in the woods with my dogs, who, though quiet and well-behaved, are easily detected by turkeys who have exceptional hearing and eyesight. Each hen lays eight to fifteen brownish spotted eggs in scraped hollows in the ground, which hatch in twenty-eight days. It will be June before we can begin to catch sight of the little brown balls of fluff scurrying among the long legs of the mothers, who travel in small flocks as they feed on the edges of meadows. The males can grow to twenty-four pounds, the females to about half that weight. Turkeys prefer forested land near water and live mainly on seeds and insects. They can fly up to 50 miles per hour for short distances and do not migrate. We can see their large four-footed toes in the snow throughout the winter, and evidence of their having passed through the woods is seen in the scratched-up leaf duff, as though someone with a little rake had been busy trying to clear the ground. Turkeys are communal birds and live their lives in flocks. The turkey was first domesticated in Mexico, where its Aztec name was Totolin. When the Spanish invaded the New World, they encountered this large relative of the chicken and brought it back to Spain in the early 16th century and named it Pavo. Its popularity soon spread throughout Europe 
It was the English who gave it the name turkey because the bird reminded them of the guinea fowl, which they called turkey cock, because it came from Turkish lands. When the English invaded the New World, they introduced the European bred strains of turkey back to the eastern North America in the 17th century. In the 18th century, it was Ben Franklin who suggested that the turkey become the national symbol of the new nation because of its great importance as a food source, a practical and peaceful image. But the founding fathers opted for a bird of prey to shape our national image. The turkey was an important food source in Central America, being one of only three domesticated animals, including the dog and the guinea pig. It was called the jeweled fowl because of the metallic sheen of its feathers. But information about its religious or symbolic significance is difficult to find. It was the patron bird of the ninth day of the Aztecs' 13-day week. Fleeting references in textbooks suggest the turkey was a form of the Aztec god Tezcatlipoca, a creator god. But Tezcatlipoca borrowed his creator attributes from a much earlier earth goddess. His name means smoking mirror, a poetic reference to the surface of the earth and the body of the earth goddess. The turkey was also known as earth eagle, a symbol of all the blessings the earth contains, and an indication of its divine nature. In Amerindian lore, the turkey was called the giveaway bird, representing the spirit of sharing. This epithet may relate to the turkey's other association with the great Solotl in Aztec mythology, the sacrificer of the gods, who he killed to create the next world. In modern esoteric thinking, the turkey has come to symbolize giving, sharing, sustenance, and caring for others. When we consider that we are connected to all of life in our great ecosystem, we understand that our needs are fulfilled when the needs of all beings are fulfilled. And turkey reminds us to give and receive freely. So hail to the turkeys in the woods, and may they bless you with a perfect jeweled feather. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.